0: Chapter 35. Debt Audit by Sergio Cutilas, David Lister, and Gemma Tarafa Debt is a moral obligation between persons. When indebted, a party must fulfil its obligations to the other party. These obligations are often monetary in nature. At times, they originate in circumstances that are unjust due to violence and the exercise of undue power. Such debts are illegitimate and should not be paid. The anti-debt movement has raised awareness regarding the importance of citizen audits. In these audits, citizens decide which debts are legitimate, who is responsible for these debts and which debts should be abolished. Powerful social classes use debt to maintain hierarchical order. This is accomplished by social customs and laws that prioritize debt repayment. There are records since the Bronze Age of protest movements aimed at reversing this unjust use of debt. In Mesopotamia, peasants revolted often against a system whereby the non payment of obligations could lead to the enslavement of debtors and their family members. To preserve social order, the dominant classes periodically annulled outstanding debts and restored peasants' rights. There are many other instances of debt cancellation in ancient Greece and Rome, as well as medieval times, in all cases result of social struggles that were exacerbated by crisis and increasing inequality. With the discovery of Americas and then the advent of capitalism, there was a mobilization of massive manpower utilizing debt, taxes and inflation to coerce individuals to work as wage labor. Debt kept the masses obedient to those in power and mobilized them to work in order to pay off debts and taxes. In this environment, practices such as debt cancellation became a taboo and the non-payment of debts was associated with humiliation and the loss of social rights. Dominance in our times is secured by international institutions such as the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank, founded in 1944 to promote global development. The neoliberal period of deregulation, not least of financial flows and products, which began in the 1970s, has led to financialization, a new phase of capitalism in which the financial sphere has become superior to and controls the productive sphere. Financialization is associated with a marked increase in the generation of debt and the formation of complex financial relationships that reproduce imperialism by providing a pretext for applying pressure or resorting to violent measures if an indebted or financially dependent state does not adhere to the conditions imposed by the dominant powers. Debt has fueled material and energetic growth and the payment of debt has legitimated this growth. But this might be coming to an end as debt is growing much more rapidly than material wealth. Calis et al 2009 hypothesized that limits in the real real economy or economia, of energy materials and reproduction are limiting the growth of the real economy of production. Growth has been maintained, but only for a while by producing paper wealth in the financial sphere of capital circulation. This framework links debt and degrowth. First, while growth is considered necessary to pay debts, in reality debt is created in the first place to sustain an unsustainable growth. Second, distributing debts equitably and cancelling illegitimate debt is necessary for a sustainable way down that is a prosperous and not a forced degrowth based on austerity. This is the goal of citizen audit. The origins of contemporary debt audit movements are traceable to global coalitions of civic campaigns, such as Jubilee 2000, CADTM, Committee for the Abolition of Third World Debt and Jubilee South, created in the early 1990s to lobby for the cancellation of large portions of the debt accumulated by the world's most impoverished countries in the Global South. Over time, and since 2007, when the crisis hit the North, the movement has adopted an increasingly global and multi-dimensional outlook that recognizes also the ecological limits of the planet. Citizen debt audits, which have arisen in this context, have identified as illegitimate those debts which are produced by an order based on the abuse of power and which contribute to the continued function of this unjust order. Norway and Ecuador are two emblematic precedents to consider. In 2006, after considering its responsibilities as a co-creditor, the Norwegian government cancelled the debts owed to Norway by seven countries. In 2007, Ecuador's Public Credit Audit Commission conducted an audit of Ecuador's debt and declared this debt to be illegitimate. These examples are instances of mixed audits which are conducted by elements of civic society and by the government. Brazil and the Philippines, among other countries, have conducted debt audits driven solely by civic movements. In Egypt, Tunisia, Greece, Portugal and Ireland, social movements have begun the process of conducting civic audits or have pressured governments to institute public debt audits. Each of these cases features a common protest, a desire to determine how debts were generated, which individuals are responsible for the generation of the relevant debts and what effects these debts produce. Movements demand accountability from the responsible parties and propose alternative economic models to torpor capitalism. Civic audits usually include the following stages accessing information, data analysis, advocacy, networking, dissemination, public education, and the prosecution of responsible parties. In Spain, a civic audit process is being conducted with the support of the Citizen Debt Audit Platform, PACD. PACD performs general analysis of Spanish national debt at different administrative levels and concurrently conducts sector-specific debt assessments with respect to healthcare, education, environment, or electricity. These efforts aim to promote audits as a way of understanding the causes and consequences of the debt crisis. An integral part of this process is the demand to have permanent access to debt-related information and, most importantly, the promotion of civic empowerment with respect to political, social and economic questions. PACD regards its audit as a citizen's audit involving an open, collective, permanent and decentralized process in which different organically created working groups reach decisions based on consensus. This type of audit is not limited to expert analysis but allows all parties to request information, demand governmental explanations, share relevant information analyze data from their particular perspectives, denounce irregularities and propose alternatives.